Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Unwritten Rule fans, you can catch us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Believe Unwritten and enjoy the show. On today's episode of The Unwritten Rule, we've got a bunch more recruiting stuff for football and men's hoops. Uh, Dennis Gates landing another 2024 commit, so you're going to want to hear us uh, break all of that down. We're going to talk a little fall camp stuff as well. Just some brief football updates as we get closer and closer to the season. Um, you know, plenty to, to, to keep an eye on in the football realm in addition to um, Dennis just absolutely cooking uh, in the in the recruiting scheme as well. Um, we'll do quick hits and then we're going to talk a little bit of uh, realignment stuff um, because Eli Drinkwitz um, went kind of viral uh, recently for some comments he made. So we're going to talk about that and then just broaden it out to um, our thoughts on on realignment as a whole, the Big Ten or the Big 18, um, the Pac-12 is basically being dead now and um yeah dive into all of that so um we'll have a great show for you guys to start your week kenny uh is not here he actually um put in his two weeks notice he's uh moving to the north pole to become one of santa's helpers uh he's gonna be a toy maker so good for him um but you know we four johns just peyton and i today um yeah i know peyton doesn't like the move but um, go to the YouTube to see his disapproval but we still got a great show um for you guys to start the week plenty to dive into here on a special Tuesday edition of the Unwritten Rule, and it all starts right now. Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for the Unwritten Rule, a Mizzou sports podcast brought to you by the Believe Network, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule. Today is Tuesday, August 8th, and Marcus Allen is a Missouri Tiger. That's right. The 2024 four-star power forward out of Miami, Florida, uh, committed to Mizzou today. We talked um, last show that Mizzou was going to have a flurry of pretty big-time um, hoops and men's basketball prospects um, deciding if they want hoops to and football, you mean, or hoops and football, that's whatever yeah. hoops and basketball, same thing. Um, mm-hmm. Hoops and football prospects basically committing. It's the glasses. They, they make my brain not work as well. Um, of course, bunch of hoops and football guys that Mizzou is targeting pretty big names. i um, committing here in the next couple of weeks. Um, and Marcus Allen's the first kind of domino to fall. Like I said, 2024 guy, um, according to 24 seven ranks is the eighth, power forward in the nation 52 uh, 52nd ranked overall recruit Peyton we got another Dennis bat signal your favorite thing Mm -hmm. Um, tell us about Alan I'm going to start with this did you see his video of his commitment and the fake out he did with the hats I did not see that I just saw on Twitter that he committed and I knew he was committing because there were like 50 crystal balls right um, beforehand but yeah I mean He's from uh, the Miami area. Uh, he'll probably be a positionless player like Dennis Gates loves so much. Um, very good defender from uh, what everyone seems to say. Uh, his offensive game is growing. Uh, top 50 prospect, pretty consensus. Top 50, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so very big get. I mean, CY has been recruiting him for a long time. They've uh, bonded over both being from the South Beach area. Um, and it paid off. I mean, that he got he got him away from the hometown school of Miami. Uh, Arkansas was not was maybe not recruiting him as hard, but he was he did have an offer from them. Um, so you never know for sure. Um, and Stanford, no, uh, there's a lot of chaos <laughs> around Stanford right now, and it's Stanford. yeah. We'll get into that. Um, but yeah, uh, so good pickup. Not the last of the week for Mizzou, apparently, um, in the basketball world. Uh, but that was one that, hey, you add to T.O. Barrett. Right now, I believe their basketball uh, class rank on rivals is 11. I believe Dave Matter tweeted that it was 11. Um, and that should be going up again in a few days. So uh, Dennis Gates, he just knows how to recruit, man. It happened last summer. He got three big-time prospects. Uh, and it's appearing to happen again. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm watching the um, order on the court tweeted like a video of him and he does seem to just fit this Dennis mold that he said he wants to bring in. It's these long, like athletic kind of power forwards. He seems to like this little like turnaround step back jumper, obviously like you don't need to get into the too much of the nitty gritty with film on a, on a 2024 guy, but yeah, I mean, it's a great, it's a great pickup and yeah, he's right along the timeline that he was with, um, with, with the guys last year, like you said, in the, in the three pickups, it's Mizzou's second commit along with T.O. Barrett, like you said. Yeah. It just seems like a, a pretty, a pretty big name to, to get for Dennis Gates and to kind of cover your bases already for 2024, this sort of early on, um, you know, to have, to have these two already, already in the door, even before 2023 starts is huge. I'm you're right. Peyton 11 uh, is where Missouri stands one spot below Duke um, ahead of teams like Michigan, Auburn, um, and SC rival Kentucky, even they're ahead of Kentucky in 2024 recruiting. And yeah. Coach and Cal I believe with... they're, they're second in the sec behind A&M currently. Um, You're right. A&M is ninth. Um, Rutgers is second. That's very random. They have a, they have a, a five-star and a four-star, but good mm-hmm. for them. Um, but yeah, like it, it just is, he, he has delivered for sure on the promise and, and we, um, you know, we, we kind of have talked about how we sort of, that we put the trust in Dennis now with, if there's a guy he's interested in, it's likely that he's he's going to be pretty good no matter what the rankings sort of say. And he's going to fit sort of the, the, you know, team that Dennis is trying to build the culture he's trying to build. Um, mm-hmm. He did do a fake out. You didn't see the video. I would, uh, for those who also haven't any Mizzou fans, go look at the video. There was a, a tweet I saw. Um, I think I liked it. It was that this at zoo unleashed said this fake out had me sweating. He like picks up, um, I think he picks up the Michigan hat and then the Miami hat because then he goes like, I've decided to to stay home and keep my never mind and throws it away and then takes out a mm-hmm. Nike shoebox and and there's there's the Mizzou hat that he then puts on. So um already seems like a, a bit of a character. So um that's that's obviously fun. But yeah, big pickup. Um and and you said so it's not Dennis's last. Is that uh is that Peyton Marshall mm-hmm. um down the pipeline that we that we're pretty pretty confident in mr mr unwritten rules designated uh crystal ball lead expert Mm -hmm. it does appear that marshall uh will also be joining uh mizzou's recruiting class later this month uh week even um i forget his exact announcement dates but again all the predictions from uh gabe to armand who doesn't even really like to um put in those future casts um and uh Trilly Donovan, good old Trilly Dilly. Oh, Trilly's uh, been he, tweeting. Yeah, he put a he he also kind of hinted at uh Peyton Marshall. So big week coming. Yeah, I, and that would be already three recruits. So you'd think this early on, Dennis might he only got three in twenty twenty three and and maybe you know he'd he'd be going for more than than just these three. Obviously those names, you know, we haven't we don't we mm-hmm. don't know yet, but yeah, to get these three guys already, Peyton Marshall would be a great pickup to flip from Auburn, an SEC rival as well. Um, and Trilly, Trilly's always right. He he liked to troll Mizzou um, in the spring, so mm-hmm. it'd be nice if it'd be nice if one of his little prospects can can sort of come true. But yeah, Marcus Allen is a tiger. Looks like Peyton Marshall is headed uh, down that same path. I had his um, recruiting date written down. I thought I think it's I think it's August. Oh, it's August 11th. I found it um, that he'll commit. So, so that'll be on Friday. So yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be on Friday. So some breaking news, follow the unwritten rule. We'll tweet all about it. If slash mm-hmm. when it happens. So yeah, big news in men's hoops and Oh, those good. The guys just went to Jamaica. I know there's that just while we're on the topic. Um, yeah, they took, they took some very funny photos in the, um, they, they were in like a, like glow the in goo, the dark, the glue, the goo lagoon or whatever. Yeah. Goo, I don't lagoon. Glow Lagoon. I don't yeah. know what it was, but very funny photos. Shawnee's doesn't like to smile. I found a I found a photo of uh, Shawnee smiling. You we did found a rare a rare Shawnee smile photo. And mm-hmm. Connor Vanover is just a tall, just tall. He's a tall Don. Tall man. Mm-hmm. There's a photo. Fo- there the is a photo of him. I mean, like you can go look it up on Instagram. He is staring into your soul in that that photo of the one of him in the lagoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like those guys are having fun. I think they earned yeah. they earned that trip uh, with the season they had last year. But um, yeah, Marcus Allen out of Miami, the, the CY connection. He tweeted the Muhammad Ali photo this morning. Mm-hmm. Forgot to uh, crop it too. 
he like had the autograph in there and like it had the Instagram stuff and he forgot to take it out. Um, so crop your meme, see why. But um, other than that, way to way to be on the on the recruiting trail and and looks like with Peyton Marshall, plenty more to come for Mizzou hoops. Um, okay, football, Peyton, I'll let you choose. Do you want to do anything you have from fall camp first before we just quickly touch on? recruiting i haven't i don't think i've seen too much but i have been gone the last couple days yeah um any anything anything major people need to be aware of pads still aren't on um so can't get a whole ton as of now connor tollison is still the first team center uh, oh there we go which i found not your guy but um we'll see (laughs) hopefully that changes once the pads get on yeah still not a lot in the early going don't think any quarterback has really been able to fully pull away in the job yet, but, and we've seen a few nice clips of Luther burden. So that's good. Yeah. They, they like, they like tweeting some of those. I did. I did see an Instagram and I would like to overread into this just because we're grasping at straws for stories. Still they posted mm-hmm. like, na- on, I think there was some like national quarterback day. They posted photos of all the quarterbacks, including even, even Gabar Johnson, all of them, but Sam Horn was the first photo. So who knows? And Brady and Brady Cook held for Harrison Mevis. So Sam Horn winning the race? Clickbait? I don't know. Clickbait? Who no, knows? Yeah. I do <laughs> still think it'll probably go into the early weeks of the season, but we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So not too much from fall camp. And then the only other thing we had uh, headlines-wise on the recruiting trail, um, you know, we, we've seen, at least I saw today, a little bit of like, people tweeting about one area it seems like it's kind of people playing catch up to be like oh mizzou's all of a sudden you know second if not first in this race um but we had uh mcclellan announce when he'll be recruiting Um, you mean committing but yes or committing not not recruiting when he'll be committing um we already knew it was going to be august 13th but he'll be committing at 2 p.m so Mm -hmm. we'll have that for um sunday's show and then peyton what was the, uh, I'll let, I'll let you break this one. What was the, uh, Wingo news we got, uh, earlier today, some two, four, seven action for him. Yeah. Well, Gabe DeArmond yesterday, power Mizzou. I mean, he put in a prediction, uh, for, uh, Wingo to, uh, Mizzou. Um, and that was kind of the culmination of a lot of what's been building. Uh, Wingo has really, it seems like been been very well recruited by Mizzou um, and it's starting to pay off Alan true um, or true. However you pronounce it. He's one of the lead experts at two, four, seven. He also put in a crystal ball for Wingo to Missouri. And I mean, that's also like having a national guy like him put one in is very telling. I would think um, there's still commi- uh, predictions to Texas from Steve Wiltfong even out there, but very positive momentum for Mizzou. And it's very surprising uh, to have all this start to come out as he's still not supposed to commit till December. So we'll see if a, maybe he moves his commitment date up or B maybe they're just Mizzou is just going to be able to hold their momentum for that long, but a lot, a lot of time to go. That's what I was going to ask is it's like how, um, you know, how much does this for you, like looking at this, you know, I mean, how excited really should people get with that date being still so far away? I mean, for, you know, this is, this is a high school kid who I feel like, you know, his, his opinions or thoughts could change a ton over the next, like we've seen it with, with Wanary building up to Mizzou. Like it, it seemed like they had no shot. It was like all Oklahoma. And now all of this has changed with Wingo, you know, could maybe the inverse happen? Is there like, you know, like, I guess, how much stock do you put into that? I know it's crystal balls, so those are, you know, important. But, um, you know, do, do you think it's still, I mean, it, it could still kind of reverse course, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I would still be cautiously optimistic. A lot can change, especially in the wild, wild west that is the NIL era. Um, but, I mean, it seems like Mizzou's NIL game has really evolved, even in the last few months, to really have the level of uh, momentum they have with both Nwaneri and um, Wingo. Uh, I would still be very cautious. I mean, but people aren't putting these in if they don't think um, they'll commit here. So 
Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I, I just think it's a, yeah, it's interesting. I feel like we can't, you know, you, it's, it's hard to be super excited about it now. Maybe it's also just cause there are so many guys that are, are going to be committing in the next few days and weeks. So it's like, you're getting excited about all of them. It, it, it makes Wingo maybe feel a little bit f- even further off. Um, and, mm-hmm. and it seems like a lot could still change there, but definitely positive momentum for him for Mizzou fans. And like, I was just thinking again about like, you know, even it was even fun on Twitter today to see all the Mizzou fans come out. We got a Tipton edit, um, for Marcus Allen, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, the tweets we're going to see if one, they get one area and then, you know, come December Wingo, you know, also decides yeah. to commit. I mean, <laughs> the edits we're going to see James Madison. I don't think he'll have to take a day off. He might not mm-hmm. go to practice that day. He's just going to, he's going to be on Twitter. But, yeah. I mean, it'll be one of the, it'll be probably the best recruiting class Mizzou has ever had. I mean, maybe I not rankings wise because the quantity may not be as, t- as, as high, but quality wise, I mean, it would be unlike anything Mizzou has pulled in before. Yeah. So yeah, plenty to plenty to watch for, and we'll still have fall camp. It, it it's it seems like it's gotten a a slow slow burn to it so far in terms of um stories to follow. But we were expecting that and wanting that for the the quarterbacks. So we'll keep our eyes on that. We'll have Peyton Marshall um on Sunday for men's basketball. All these guys for football. Um oh, and McClellan. I wanted to circle back to him. Um, oh yeah, he's committing on Saturday. Is there anything that's changed for you? Or are you still convinced he's he's Ohio State. No, he's he's still the one I think they're definitely probably going to miss. Um, maybe um, it's just a commitment for now, uh, and he's you can maybe flip him later. But I would still sure. expect for now that he would go to Ohio State. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's uh that's football, men's basketball, um, other roundup stuff. Peyton, Mizzou's a track school. I, I've I've become convinced Mizzou's a track school. Got a lot um, of good we, track we, athletes. Yeah, we got a we got a champion. Um Sterling Scott, first place in the triple jump at the U20 Pan American Games. He jumped 15.7 meters, which seems very far. I cannot jump at all. So congrats to congrats to Sterling. Mm-hmm. Um and then track also hired an assistant coach and a recruiting coordinator. A guy named Tanner Anderson was reading his bio Peyton. Uh, it mentioned he once worked as a deck boss on a commercial fishing vessel for two years. Ooh. That sounds That's one of his fun. jobs. That's kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Think he recruited anybody out there? Um, no, <laughs> just I don't think anyone, there's anyone, a lot anyone of he ran in. Yeah, anyone he ran into on a recruiting for that? A fishing expedition? Maybe a fish? Fish can jump really far. I don't know. Did he recruit <laughs> a fish <laughs> to run track? I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I was trying to relate it somehow. To even mention that in a in like a welcome announcement, I think it's kind of maybe hilarious. it shows that he's like good at managing um people sure yeah, you yeah. gotta manage a boat people get seasick let me see if it let me see if mm-hmm. it gives it any context let me relook at the let me relook at the article he was also like a volunteer high school coach previously it said um yeah an avid outdoorsman anderson worked as a deck boss on a commercial fishing vessel where he picked and bled fish maintained active oh. communication with other boats so there you go and continuously ensured quality control of the product <laughs> Wow, that is not quite what I would think I would need to know for a track coach, but why not? Fair enough. He may, maybe he'll throw a guy. He'll have a good fish fry. Good team dinner. Um, so, yeah, shout out shout out uh, Sterling Scott and, and this Anderson guy coming to track. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll have our eye on hoops and football as it continues. See who Dennis Gates goes after next. See where... You know, Peyton Marshall ends up where uh, where one area, and, and if we get more hype on Wingo McClellan, maybe you'll be wrong, Peyton. Just saying, um, maybe we'll see. But we'll have we'll have our eye on all that in fall camp as well uh, for football. And with that, we will segue over to quick hits. All right, quick hits time with uh, just the two of us because Kenny is, uh, like I said, off at the North Pole getting those presents ready for those um, good kids out there. Peyton will get Cole probably. Um Mm-mm. and no, yeah, you you think you're on the nice list? I sure do. Doubt it. Anyway, um, Kenny's jersey of the week. He picked John Singleton from the Astros. Peyton, this is baseball, so take it away. John Singleton, uh, famously 
a former Astros prospect. The, he was the first minor leaguer to ever sign a contract extension uh, before ever playing a major league game, something we have seen throughout the years since. Um, it did not pan out. He was suspended multiple times. He just didn't hit well, um, was out of baseball, out of the MLB for a few years. Um, but he's worked his way back. Uh, he had a stint with the Brewers, was DFA'd earlier this year. Um, but his hometown team, well, I don't know if hometown, I don't know where exactly where he's from, but the Astros brought him back. He mashed in AAA, and uh, yeah, they're calling him back up. This is ridiculous, but especially <laughs> ridiculous? Kenny, Kenny doesn't like John Singleton. <laughs> he has said a million times he hated him as a kid, and I was like, why? And he was like, because he just sucked. But now maybe Kenny's older and wiser. Um, and maybe John Singleton is too. Second yeah. chance. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So we'll see where that goes. Congrats to him. All right, what you got? Uh, my jersey of the weekend got to be Jose Ramirez, Guardians. Um, if you didn't see this somehow, Tim Anderson and him got in a fight because <laughs> yeah. uh, J-Ram slid between Anderson's uh, legs. Uh, T.A. was just standing over him for a sec. He was like, get off me. Some words were exchanged. Then T.A. just like threw his glove on the ground and started to square up like the classic boxer stance. And uh, and Ramirez didn't really want to fight, but then he did. And he called, I just clobbered him with a right hook. <laughs> Peyton's doing um, a great rendition of it. Mm-hmm. To watch the YouTube. Clobbered him with a right hook. Uh, down went Anderson. Anderson was totally dazed. Uh, it must have given him CTE because of the way he was tw- uh, tweeting <laughs> the day after. Um, so, yeah, the White Sox are a mess right now. Um, and this was the culmination of it. I, I loved the – did you hear the um, br- radio broadcaster – and he just went full on into. Oh, the down goes Anderson. Yeah, yeah. down goes Anderson. Like, he sounded like he was commentating a real boxing fight. So he did a great mm-hmm. job. And then, yeah, dude, the tweets were were hilarious. I was with Kenny this weekend, and we were just going through them. He was deleting tweets from like 2012. Like, mm-hmm. it was yeah. bad. Didn't it didn't was a, really bad. didn't another guy didn't another guy on the White Sox get hurt too? Like away from this, like uh, Eloy. I know Eloy Jimenez like was hobbling away. I don't know if he actually was hurt bad or not but i mean i I didn't see put on the il but he did i think he might have had his foot stepped on or something sure and then tim anderson got suspended for longer than than jose ramirez didn't he um yes tim anderson got suspended six games uh jose ramirez got uh, got three and then emmanuel classe i didn't even see what he did uh, the Guardians closer, he can't, ran in from the bullpen and he got a game. So oh, nice bullpen guy mm-hmm. getting in the action. Mm-hmm. Don't see that too much. You do um, not. Yeah, that was that was so funny. Down goes Anderson. Um, it was very the whole thing was comedy. Yeah. Um, best fight since Odor. It's up there. I don't know if it is the best pure fight. I can't think of any others right away. Um, but it was definitely the funniest since Odor and Batista. Nice. So. Um, my best thing I learned this week, uh, Demarcus Ware. Oh no, that's my jersey of the week. My jersey of the week. What am I doing? Jersey Weekend. of the week is Demarcus Ware. Weekend. You're a mess. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. terrible. Um, jersey of the week is Demarcus Ware of the Cowboys. Um, or you can do his Hall of Fame jacket. Whatever, whatever. Uh, good old Kenny wants to tweet from the North Pole. Um, because he sang the national anthem at the Hall of Fame game uh, on Thursday. Football was back. It was very beautiful. Um, I, I didn't watch too much of the game, but I did see this. He, he didn't seem too bad from the little clip I watched. Um, mm-hmm. You know, good good for him. Multi-talented. He was, he was great with the Cowboys so and Hall of Famer. So I, I, I decided to to pick him. Anyone's going to be better, better than Fergie in the, uh, the All-Star game that one year. So not really a high very bar. True. Yeah, but shout out, shout out to Marcus Ware. Um, all right, last time Kenny was gone, Peyton blindsided me with the spelling bee, and I told him to do it again. So, yep. so a what do you have? Blindsided, but we're gonna be okay. going with uh, the six and 10, 1978 New York Giants roster. That is what we have for you today. <laughs> Why? Um, yeah, and we're gonna throw you right in the deep end right away. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. I think it's. Their right tackle, Ron 
Mikolajic. Mikolajic. Why did you pick this team? Any any particular reason? Uh, no, no particular <laughs> reason. No. All right, Ron Mikolajic. R O N. Yes. M I K. Yep. O. Mm-hmm. L. Yep. C. Nope. No. Good. Okay. Good try. Good try. It's M I K O L A. J C Z Y K. J C Z Y. Mm-hmm. As part of Mikolajic. Mikolajic. All right. Yeah, uh, next, we're gonna not go to a guy that started twelve games at quarterback for them. Joe Pisarit. Pisarkic. Pisarsic. Pisar. Why do they have so many? Pisarkic. It could be kick. Pisarkic. Pisarkic. Okay. Joe. J O E. Yeah. Pisarkic. P. I. Yep. S. Yep. A R C I C. Oh my God! You were C I C H. No. P C I K. Yep, it's C I K. Okay. All right. I'll take. I'm taking that one. I'm counting that one. I don't care. Why not? I'm counting that one. Um. Let's go. Um. To famous fullback, uh, Larry Zonka. Larry. Oh, I. Okay. I do know who this is, but I might. I might Mm -hmm. still get his name wrong. L A R R Y. Yep. Is it just Z O N K A? Nope. Nope. I'll give you one more go. Is it Z? Nope. <laughs> oh, is it S? Nope. It's what? C S O N K A. Sonka. I had no idea he spelled his yep. name like that. Mm-hmm. That's, embar- that's a little embarrassing. Sorry, sorry, Larry, if you're listening to this. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll, we'll do one more because that'll get oh, us God. four. We'll do okay. Randy Cofield. Randy okay. Cofield. R A N D Y. Yep. C. Yep. O E. Don't overthink this one. Don't overthink it. Oh, C O F I E L D. Close. There's Close two of a letter. C O O. No. Coolfield. Uh, that'd be Coolfield. Like, it'd be, uh, <laughs> be it's C O F F I E L D. Oh. So there you go. You went one for four. Um, yeah. Sorta. Hooray! So that's another uh, successful edition of the no, the unwritten rule spelling bee. The, the Peyton, the Peyton spelling bee. Um, all right, do your best beat. Uh, Duke, say say Kenny's. I'm pulling up the standings. All right, Kenny is just this jazzed about John Singleton being back. He has asked us to relay that he is taking the Astros money line minus one twenty five over the Orioles, uh, who will also be featured in this episode. Uh, in their game on Tuesday, he says the reasoning is simply because John Singleton will not allow this team to lose. Um, my best beat of the week, uh, I'm taking the Yankees minus 140 over the White Sox. Both of these teams have been a mess, um, but there's a there's a fun little connection here. Keenan Middleton, a reliever now for the Yankees, uh, he was their lone deadline addition. They traded for him from the White Sox, and he was asked about the team culture because it's so obviously terrible right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, yeah, it, there's no rules over there. Um, we had guys fall asleep in the bullpen during games. Guys didn't come to pitching fielding practice uh, and just all this terrible, terrible stuff. Oh and he said it went unpunished for the most part, if not all the time. Um it's like high so, school stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, there is just the wild, wild west there. Um, and uh, yeah, and I mean, another story came out today of Tim Anderson getting in a fight with his teammate, uh, Yasmani Grandal. It's just a bad situation. Pedro Grafal, their manager, kind of looks like it'll be one and done. Um, it's been a nightmare. Full reset needs to happen down there. Um, but yeah. That is my beat that's, of the week. That's tough. That's tough. Uh, Yasmani mm-hmm. Grandel, come back to the Brewers. Um, by the way, the standings, uh, Peyton, you're on a flyer right now. You're nine and seven. You've turned your. You've turned your. I'm, at, your I'm luck ten and around. eight. I don't know if uh, you saw. The oh updated. no, ten and eight. My bad. Yeah, there's the update. Mm-hmm. Ten and eight. Kenny's eleven and seven. Uh, you guys have both actually lost because Peyton, your future missed. 
on the USA to win the women's world cup. Yeah, that that uh, was counted in the 10 to 8 record. Yeah, that's yeah. that's um that's your recent one and Kenny picked the Jets uh over the Browns and the Browns won. I am still 6 and 11 cuz I have just sucked right. at this. That said, I'm betting on more football. I will now have two uh both Thursday night games of this preseason with bets. I of course last show picked the Texans over the Patriots and I am doubling down on my team, the Seahawks, they are favored by five at home against the Vikings in the preseason. Um, I don't really have any reason for this other than it's my team, and I want to bet on football because football is back, and I'm very excited um, mm-hmm. to watch this game. Hopefully, Jackson Smith and Jigba catches a touchdown. Saw so him get drafted live. So, mm-hmm. um, good for him. Go Hawks. Uh, Dirty Bird, Peyton, you want to explain yeah. Kenny's? I'll explain Kenny's first. Uh, the Orioles are his Dirty Bird of the week because... They suspended a broadcaster for saying that the Orioles have lost to the Rays a lot recent, like in recent years when the Orioles were bad. Um, he went, that was his whole pregame uh, before their game against the Rays. He was like, yeah, the Orioles, I mean, they've had a, they've had trouble winning in this ballpark. Uh, he was talking about in Tampa Bay. Um, they've gone 0 15 and one over their last 16 series here. Um, he was just bringing up, like, he wasn't saying it's because they're terrible. He was just saying legitimately they just have not won here. And uh, they were, I don't know why they suspended him over this, but this is apparently why. Uh, I would have to imagine the outcry gets his suspension lifted very quickly. But uh, that's we'll have to so see. strange. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, I know you just said you don't know, and no one else does, but why? <laughs> they didn't say anything bad. That's wild. Yeah, I I really don't know. Um, I guess he just took issue with that. Um, But yeah, my dirty bird of the week, David Schneider, a former 832nd round pick with the Toronto Blue Jays, made his debut over the weekend with the with with the Blue Jays. Um, And he hit a home run over the Green Monster in his first at bat. He's been on an absolute heater since he's been called up. Um, Yeah, not a ton of dirty birds of the weekend to choose from so i just went with david david schneider nice um my dirty bird of the week is uh kansas kansas men's basketball specifically is the dirty bird final score uh kansas 81 the bahaman national team 87 that's right ku losing to the bahaman national team don't care that it's august doesn't matter kansas played its starters they lost the mizzou fans were very active in the Twitter replies of this game. So, uh, I mean, Mizzou is undefeated in in scrimmages that we know of in 2023, mm-hmm. 24 so far. So, um, you know, maybe if they square off against the Bahama national team, I'll eat my words. But KU, I mean, come on. Did Dwan Harris have 23 points in this game? Sure. Does it matter? No. They lost. Mm-hmm. Banners yeah. fly forever. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mizzou did not lose to a Caribbean island uh, team that we know of. I mean, we, we don't know, know how they went went in Jamaica, but we know we, we can, don't know that they lost. So we can only report on what we can report on. And Kansas tweeted exactly. they lost. So Dirty Birds, come on, KU, washed, absolutely washed, blue blood. Um, and shout out to the Mizzou fans who were just in the replies for for um, this one. Uh, Peyton, what's the best thing you learned? Best thing Ooh, I learned good this tease. week. Good tease to the third segment. Yeah, uh, it is actually. Uh, best thing I learned this week, I won't go too in-depth. Cal and Stanford potentially are joining the wrong ocean conference. Obviously, we know the Pac-12 has just been gutted. Uh, these are two of the only four teams left. The ACC is apparently interested in uh, adding them, according to a tweet earlier from Pete Thamel, uh, who is the college and football insider at ESPN. Um, this would just be a nightmare, but we'll talk about it more later. Yeah, um, as a good tease, it's it's wild. Yeah, yeah. Best thing Kenny learned this week, Joe Mauer. I mean, we, if you li- watched the show last week, we talked a lot about uh, how Joe Mauer was on two video game covers, and one of them had a famous uh, commercial series go with them. And uh, this guy on Twitter uh, just replied to someone with a gift from that commercial. Just a fun little small world moment. So yeah, that that was it. yeah that that was funny. Good good callback. Right after like right after that show, Minnesota tweeted like honoring Joe Mauer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, two back to back covers. Go listen to that show if you haven't. Um, my best thing I learned this week: uh, the USA 
Uh, men's national team goalkeeper is on the move. Matt Turner joining Nottingham Forest. This is kind of just my excuse to talk a little soccer because the Premier League starts this week. Also, realize no one did this as their dirty bird. U.S. women's national team crashing oh, yeah. and burning in the World Cup. Um, talk, mm-hmm. We can talk about that for a second. They lost to Sweden on penalties. They had a penalty that was ruled not a goal. Sweden like, didn't score one. It was saved. And then turns out it did cross the line by like literal millimeters. So they scored. They won. Um, that was the first time the U.S. has lost before the semifinal of a major tournament since 2016 when they also lost to Sweden. So bogey team, clearly. Um, you know, just wasn't our year. It's it's fine. You know, we'll, we'll reload. They need to come back as the underdogs. They were too hyped up. When that Fox commercial came out, that was like, how are we going to beat Alex Morgan? And it's all the people in different different languages mm-hmm. saying, like, this is what we're going to do. We, we should have known. It was bad luck. Um, yeah, it was so. just a bad. You had, I mean, Carly Lloyd was calling the team out for being yeah. way too happy um, with the way <laughs> they were playing. Uh, and, I mean, I guess it's a fair criticism. They did not play well. Um, it's a sad way to go out for several of them. But, I mean, yeah. Off year, showing mm-hmm. off year. They got it. They got to bounce back better the next one. But mm-hmm. um, on the men's side, yeah, we have Matt Turner who's going to Nottingham Forest. So good for him. That's a. That's just a. You know, he's going to start at the world, the next men's World Cup. So hopefully he'll actually play. He was at Arsenal and he was just their backup and sat on the bench the whole time. But mm-hmm. Peyton, speaking of Arsenal, I'm putting you on the spot. The Premier League starts. I'm going to have some Premier League bets. I'm sure we'll talk about it. We are a Bayer Leverkusen podcast, but. I love soccer and I'm going to call you out because you're not a big soccer guy. Who do you think is going to win the Premier League? I'll put it as a future on the list, but we won't, I won't count it toward your record, but I, I want to um, down for myself. I know so much about soccer. Obviously I could right. definitely tell you the teams that are in the EPL. Um, so I'm going to go with man city because okay. I know who they are. And they won okay. it last year. Did they win it even better? Yes. <laughs> yep. That's why. I'm also going to pick Man City because they have the, the best team. Um, Sounds like I made a great pick. You you probably you probably have. Uh, they are they are loaded and they're backed by the oil money. So you're betting on that. I hope that makes you feel good. Oh, um, let me go with Man United. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Now I feel their coach. Their coach just went to jail for tax fraud. So real good. I don't mind that. that. That's that's not that's not Mm -hmm. true either. That's no big deal. Oh, (laughs) that's no big deal. That's how they got Capone, Peyton. Don't do Mm -hmm. it. Everyone do your taxes. That's how they get you. Exactly. Um, All right. You got a joke? Uh, Joke of the week. Um, Here we go. We didn't have a have a ratio. Um, What do you call an alligator detective, Knowlton? I actually know the answer to this. Exactly. You, you do. Say. It's an investigator. What? Oh, man. Oh. Boo. Boo. Fire the soundboard. Isn't that great? I got a comment that says the soundboard is really loud. It, it, it definitely is. Um, On the playback, it's really loud. Can, let, me, let me see if I can turn that down. But there you go. Laugh. <laughs> laughter. It sounded way loud. Oh, well, that's uh, not what was supposed to happen. So, so yeah, there you go. Investigator. Good one, Peyton. Good one. Thank you. Kenny, please, please come back from the North Pole. I can't take this guy by myself. We need <laughs> we need you here. He's not um, coming back. He's building toys. He's building toys. Building toys in his Santa sleigh. Um, all right. Good. Good quick hits. Um, we will switch over. We're going to go back to some Mizzou stuff. Um, and then we're going to broaden out, talk some conference realignment. We teased it with Cal Stanford. So we'll dive into that to finish out the show. Okay. We're going to finish the show. Um, actually slightly going back to some Mizzou stuff, but I wanted to just kind of, uh, I, I thought it was good to talk about it because it's just main stuff, mainstream stuff going on in the college sports world. Realignment, Peyton. We we've talked about it a little bit, you know, we're a Mizzou podcast. We have Texas and Oklahoma joining the sec, the sec, Hasn't been, you know, the busiest conference in terms of teams moving and shaking with the Big Ten, the Big 12. Pac-12 is dead now, essentially, and we'll talk about all of that. But to lead into it with a Mizzou angle um, and all this crazy realignment stuff with teams jumping around, Eli Drinkwitz kind of went viral uh, for a comment he had in a presser recently. He was asked about it. 
after taking, I think what Gabe Darman determined was a 15 second pause or a 14 second pause. Um, he, he said first off that he didn't really, he was hoping he wasn't going to get asked about this, but went on a, um, I'm not even going to call it a rant because I like what he said. Um, had a, had a long statement, which I'll, I'll read the following, but I would go watch the video too. Um, did we count the costs for the student athletes involved in this dis- decision? We're talking about a football decision, but what about softball and baseball? Those who have to travel across country. Do we know what the number one, co- number one symptom or cause of mental health is? It's lack of rest to sleep, rest or sleep traveling in those baseball and softball games. They travel commercial. They get done playing at four. They got to go to the airport, come back. It's three or four in the morning. Then they have to go to class. Did we ask any of them? I don't worry at all about the game talking about football. The game is going to be strong. Football is going to be fine. But did we consider the people that we are entrusted with? Um, did we consider the student athlete? Um, Peyton, I'll let, I'll let you go first. Your thoughts on Drinkwitz's comments before we kind of broaden it out to just what we're going to see in terms of like the landscape of, I guess, college football and college sports, like what, just how it's going to change and what, what the new kind of world is here. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was pretty dead on and i know a lot of people were hating on it because it's like oh mizzou jump conferences too at the end it made more sense when mizzou did it i mean in texas a&m uh, the big the, the big 12 was a mess back then nebraska jumped out uh it, it was just a messy time back then but i thought Drinkwitz gave a very it felt like he had been had had really known what he felt about this situation uh, and cared deeply about it. I did. It didn't come off as anything other than very genuine to me. Um, and I think for the most part, people agree with his thoughts on that. I mean, it kind of has, it's not really, it like these decisions aren't really being made with a lot of regional sense in mind or a lot of I just really even thought it almost feels like for just geography wise just feels like there's a bunch of television executives playing playing dice or something and whatever they land on the is the teams they get for their conference. So it, it, it it's very easy to see kind of why people are being kind of turned off by college sports, the way they're going. Um, and I'm not talking about NIL or anything like that, uh, but like the, the realignment has just gotten completely ridiculous and it just kind of feels like the case with a lot of things in, in college athletics. Yeah. I think Drinkwitz was, was spot on with this. I think, like you said, it seemed like a very well-prepared thing and it's, it's obviously, you know, you hold your breath sometimes with him, with what he says and like, um, you know, him, him making some statements that can go viral for maybe the wrong reasons for, for his own, his own team. But I thought he was spot on with all of this you know, these kids are not being considered the kids who play these sports that can't afford to make these trips that can't, you know, I I was, I was traveling recently and I was in the Minneapolis airport and I saw two guys who were all decked out and like they were in Rutgers track gear. And I came, if it wasn't 1130 at night in the airport um, and and I just was tired and I didn't really want to bother anybody at that time, I was very tempted to go up to them and be like, how do you guys feel about the prospect of having to like go to UCLA for a track meet next year, because mm-hmm. these kids, I mean, are on going to be on insane schedules, trying to balance academics on top of all of this. And, you know, yeah, you're exactly right. It's a bunch of TV guys sitting in a room deciding this is how we're going to make the most money. You're going to either go with it or, or, you know, you don't have a choice. You're going to go with it and, mm-hmm. and, you know, centered around football, but even to that end, it's it's still screwed teams that have had big time football programs or at least like, you know, power five football programs. Oregon State, Washington State, Cal and Stanford are now, you know, sitting ducks with no conference. I mean, after what Peyton talked about in Quickets with Cal and Stanford reportedly reportedly on the move to the ACC, Oregon and Washington going to join the Big Ten. UCLA and USC already there. The Pac-12 is dead now. And yeah these teams are, are left stranded these programs and at student athletes are left stranded. I think that's what Trinkwitz was getting at. Um, and yeah, all of this is just wild. Um, we're going to have a, what a big 18 now. Yeah. It's like a big 18, big 20, whatever it is now. It's a ridiculous number. And 
Yeah, I mean, Cal and Stanford will probably wind up joining a conference. I mean, Oregon State and Washington State are kind of left out in the wind now. They'll probably have to transfer down, I mean, probably into the Mountain West, which that's going from Power 5 to Group of 5, just like that. And uh, it's unfortunate. It screws a lot of people over, um, even at the schools that are joining conferences. I mean, there were a lot of softball players uh, from, I believe it was Washington and Oregon that were not very pleased uh, about the move because it's just, it's like Drinkwood said. I mean, this is even worse for athletes that have to travel like either in the middle of the week or travel for more frequently. Yeah. Or a more than one game sitting. I mean, softball and, baseball they play series and now they're gonna have to be across the country for about five days and they don't yeah. get, they don't get first class private jets uh for the baseball and softball teams yeah i i yeah that's the, you make you make a really good point Drinkwood said this too in the i i only read the like part of of what his full answer was but you know he he was he said this and i've i've talked to athletes when we were at mizzou payton like who have said this same thing, like these kids go to some of these schools for the same reason as kids who are just going for school is that it's close to home for them. It's so that their parents can be, you know, in the stands and able to travel to all their road games. That can't happen anymore. You can't tell a kid Mm -hmm. from UCLA that you're not going to go to UCLA and your parents like aren't going to be able to fly to wherever What is it? Piscataway, New Jersey, where Mm -hmm. where Rutgers plays like that, that can't happen. That's a cross country trip. I mean, it's just kind of ridiculous. I I don't know if you know the answer to this question because I don't. How does it work like, and I feel like it can't now because Missouri, for example, is in like the Big 12 for wrestling. Like, could these schools stay in some sort of more regional conference for some of these other sports or does it just not work really like that when they make a big move like this? I mean, there's just no SEC for wrestling. Um, right. So that's why they do that. Uh, I would have to assume it's not something they can do um otherwise they'd have done it uh mm-hmm. and i think that is just part of the part of the problem is that yeah these it's definitely being made for football only and i get it football's the big money maker but i mean it it just logistically hampers so many other sports like including basketball like basketball gets pretty messed up by this yeah, that's a lot of travel too. I mean, they play a lot of games. Like they're they they leave. I know if you have a Saturday basketball game, you leave on like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have to leave earlier if you want to do walkthroughs in New Jersey and you're playing in California. So yep. um yeah, it's just wild. You have Cal and Stanford doing the whole they're gonna just have an oceans conference if they join yeah. the ACC. Um you know, I, I honestly think like I kind of sp- like spin zone the whole people hating on it with Mizzou. I must think Mizzou looks really smart in this. They made this move 10 years before it was cool. 10 years it, before it, it. It makes more regional sense for Mizzou and the SEC. I know yeah. like the trip to from Columbia to Gainesville isn't fantastic, but it's really not that much more severe than the, the trip was from Mizzou to Austin in Texas. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it really... It, it's just not, I don't think, that comparable, um, especially now with Oklahoma and Texas joining. I mean, it makes it even more right. more of a fit regionally. So, Yeah, good point. And, yeah, it's just going to be crazy. I mean, the Big Ten is going to be really the one to watch in all of this because they're just, they've got all these West Coast teams now. Um, and, yeah, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, like, I'm still going to watch all the football. I'm still going to enjoy now these, Everybody these matchups is, yeah. that are going to happen. Everybody is. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of the hard thing is that it's like it's not going to stop. It just it just is like it screws over a lot, a lot of people um, in terms of these these smaller sports that, like we said, can't can't really afford that. But, yeah, I think Drinkwitz said all the right things, um, certainly did not go uh, viral for for the wrong reasons. I don't think in this case, as we have Correct. sometimes seen with, yeah. with him. But, yeah, Mizzou. um you know we'll be we'll be playing the OU and Texas matchups. We're gonna have we're gonna have the the Big Ten now has to redo their whole 2024 calendar, right? Because they already made all those matchups, and now they're getting they're getting two more teams. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean 
it's just there's a lot of logistics that are going to have to be worked out. Yeah. I'll try and end this on somewhat of a positive note, too. In terms of, I guess, looking at football, the reason why they did this, is there any any game you're like, oh, maybe this this will be fun if they do in the Big Ten in 2024 with all these, if they're going to have to redo it all? I mean, Oregon, Ohio State, once upon a time, was a was a was a rose bowl so i mean that's that i mean that is marquee you'll get marquee matchups out of this is just it's stuff you'd expect to see in bowl games or yeah really early season at a conference not like in an october yeah cold october yeah that'll be funny see those california schools have fun going to illinois Mm -hmm. go play in champagne in november yeah it's going to be a very messy, messy uh, first time, I would imagine. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a messy couple of years. I mean, we're just going to have to roll with it and see what happens. Everyone's kind of reacting to this all live. You know, it, it wasn't last like couple of days. It wasn't an hour. I looked on my phone and be like, oh, this school's negotiating with this conference. Mm-hmm. Now. It's been very oh. rapid fire. I will say shout out the Big 12. The Big 12 has done a pleasantly, surprisingly good job with figuring itself out with them leaving. I feel like the teams they've gotten have been good and the way they've kind of kept it together um, is pretty good fitting into all this chaos. But if you have anything on that. It definitely makes more sense, especially, I mean, Colorado was a Big 12 school, them coming back. It's a better fit um, than the other teams going to the Big 10. I still think it's wonky um, to see Utah and the Arizonas going to the B the B twelve, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, and UCF, mm-hmm. UCF Texas Tech matchup of the century. No kidding, Cincinnati <laughs> Arizona, Cincinnati Ooh, Arizona. Uh, yeah, that this it it's gonna be funny, um, and 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 interesting. But yeah, so there's Drinkwitz making some comments. Um, and now he'll go back to figuring out his quarterback should be. So we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. We'll have all that. I'm sure we'll have any other conference alignments uh, stuff if if more news breaks, whatever the four remaining Pac-12 schools do. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry if you're a Wazoo or Oregon State fan. You yeah, must just be feeling tough. like garbage right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that aside, we uh, we will see. So, yeah, Kenny will maybe be back. We might try and poach him away from the North Pole. Who knows? Next week. Doubt it. But. <laughs> Um, we're gonna we'll we'll try, um, but yeah, that'll do it for the unwritten rule. A little special Tuesday edition for you. So you got a short week, short week before we're back. It's like a, it's like we're the Monday night third. Wait, does anyone ever have a Monday night Thursday night game? Is that a dumb question? No, no way. Nobody, yeah. nobody does. Okay, that. Yeah. Thursday, Sunday to Thursday. We're like we're like your Sunday yeah. to Thursday football this week. So mm-hmm. you gotta you got not a long time to wait before we'll have another fresh show for you guys on Friday. So tune into that. Everyone have a fun and safe rest of your week. We'll see you on Friday.